Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey there, Mr. Reddit here. Welcome back to another episode of r slash entitled parent stories. Our first story we'll be reading today Evict me and only give me till midnight to be out? No problem. After that, the Curious Case of the Concerned Karen. And after that, if you can't put your phone away during work hours, this job ain't for you. Now for every thumbs up this video gets, one Karen has to eat a bowl of raisin bran. Oh, I'm fine with that. Without any raisins. Oh, you are evil. So please smash that like button. And if you're new, subscribe and turn on notifications for new stories from Reddit every single day. Evict me and only give me till midnight to be out? No problem. So once upon a time, I was living in a, not legal, basement apartment of an old Hungarian woman's house. I was poor. The place was cheaper than what was around, so I took it. How bad could it be? She was horrific. At first, she was an okay landlady, but then things started to turn. First, I noticed that things were off when I got home from work. Ever get that feeling that someone was in your room? That. So I asked her if she had been in there and she denied it. Then I set up a camera and caught her on camera. Asked her again and she denied it, saying she has never gone into my room without telling me. Then I showed her the video and she got mad at me. I worked nights. One time she came in during the day and I was in there, in bed. I woke up when she came in and asked her if I could help her. She said no and left. After that, she would call me lazy boy when she saw me, assuming I didn't work since it was at night. Things kept getting worse. She had sometimes shut off the water when she thought I was using too much or when I refused to share my Wi-Fi password with her other tenant. Finally, one night I had some friends over for a party. There were six of us in total. It was around 11 p.m. And trust me when I say we were not being loud at all. Literally just hanging around the coffee table, eating cheesecake, talking and laughing. She came into my apartment and started yelling that I was having a loud party with too many people in the middle of the night. She actually came and grabbed my shirt, telling me everyone had to leave. Oh heck no, that was it. So I pushed her off of me and the police were called. That Monday, she left a really poorly written eviction notice on my door, seriously handwritten, telling me to be out by Saturday by midnight. Here's the malicious compliance. By 11.59pm that Saturday, I had all of my stuff in the U-Haul. My friends and I were just working on bagging up the trash and the other stuff for the dump when she came in and yelled at me that it was past midnight. No problem. I got up and left, leaving a huge pile of junk in the bedroom and storage room. Easily two pickup trucks worth of crap I wasn't taking. 
She actually called my father, who was my emergency contact on my application, to tell me it cost her $400 to haul it away and that I owed her the money. He blocked her number. The Curious Case of the Concerned Karen So, I've had a few I-don't-work-here moments in my life. I assume this is because I'm a rather extroverted person and I talk to people, so I don't tend to talk about times that I had it coming, but this time was rather interesting. I've recently returned to my home in Virginia. Things down here are more or less open. In fact, not much has changed due to lockdown as far as I can see. People are cautious. Some things closed for a while, but even buffets are back open and have been for a while. Heck, Golden Corral recently opened back up. Not that I can eat there on my diet. I am the creative director for a designer team. I tend to be able to work from anywhere, so I'm rarely in my office. Because my job can be done on my tablet and in voice conference, I tend to have freedom to move around. This has led to a few people making use of my freedom. Sometimes the widow of my deceased buddy and my sister-in-law ask me to babysit the kids. Since they're all older than five, I don't really mind. There's no diapers to change and they're all reasonably intelligent enough to listen and follow orders. I had Falcon, Andy, and Jason, my nephew and two of my neighbor's kids. Jason is older, like nine or 10, and Andy and Falcon are six and seven. We were at this place called Surge, where you have climbing and bouncing on things and foam pits and like ultimate ninja things. And I'm just like noticing the kids' socks are mismatched and busted and their shoes are not right. With Andy, I'm like, okay, I may just buy him some new ones because he's my nephew. But my neighbor's kid's shoes are like busted and I never remember them being that way when Paul was alive. His boys were always crisp. I don't know if Sissy is having issues or if something's up. I'm not going to pry, but I get it in my head that since I'm going to get Andy some new shoes, I'll get Jason and Falcon some new shoes too. And socks. I'm definitely throwing away these socks. So after Surge, we go to Kids Foot Locker in the mall and I'm letting the kids pick the shoes. They keep bringing me shoes and I'm helping them try them on and they keep going back and getting them. Now, if you've ever been to a Foot Locker, you know that Foot Locker workers wear zebra stripes like referees. I'm in a cool gray polo with a black neck and rings on the sleeves. Big dog logo on the chest. There's absolutely no way you can think I work there, aside from that I'm black and my nephew and sissy's kids are white. So this lady, dressed like a rich soccer mom, shows up. She brings her kid to me and tells me she wasn't sure about his shoe size, so if I could help, get a hat, and that she's looking for her basketball shoes for summer. The kid looks like he's 12. I look up to her and tell her that I don't work there. She apologizes and walks off. Andy comes back with the ugliest shoes I've ever seen. Nike Kybrid. It's like someone threw up the 90s onto a shoe. And they're $110. So I'm like, I ain't paying $110 for these shoes. He goes, comes back with another shoe, a loud and colorful shoe. He and Falcon are excited about it. Puma Future Riders or something. Very ugly shoes. But whatever, I ain't gotta wear them. I help them try them on and they're too small. We size up his feet and Andy's feet have gotten bigger since last time. So I tell them go get me ones in the right size and maybe pick a different shoe because these ones aren't particularly nice. Lady comes back and she's got an attitude. Apparently she didn't find the worker. Admittedly, I hadn't seen one in a bit. I think they were in the back looking for something for someone. She starts losing it on me, asking me why I lied to her and said I don't work here. I repeated that I don't. She tells me I'm lying and she saw me helping those other kids. I sigh because 
I know where this is going. I inform her that they are with me and I do not work here, but if she wants, since I have the size up thing, I can help her kid with a shoe. She gives me this very, very weird look and says nothing and walks away. Of course, I'm like, whatever. Then Jason walks up. He of course has a pair of Jordans and I'm like, cool, just make sure you get some socks for your little brother and Andy. And he was like, okay, and he walks off. He comes back like two minutes later with his brother and Andy in tow. They all look a little weirded out and are looking behind them. Jason tells me some weird lady keeps bothering him and asking him questions, telling him that if he's in trouble, he can tell her. I'm like, what the heck? And he points out the lady and she's out in the hall talking to mall security. I'm like, this is not about to happen. Jason, who is smart, is like, are you about to be profiled? And I'm like, I think that already happened, kid. I think we're about to be talked to. So I help the kids out with the shoes, get everything, and wait for the security guard to come up. It's a woman and one of those biking cops, like with the windbreaker and yellow on top. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. With Mint Mobile, my connection is so much better than my previous wireless provider, and I'm saving so much now on my monthly bill. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash redder. That's mintmobile.com slash redder. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash redder. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They're very polite. The cop, especially, has this look on his face like this is a huge waste of his time. He says that this lady is concerned about what's going on here. I don't ask why. I know why. I just say, apparently so, but we're all good here. He asks the kids if they're all good, and Jason says, yeah, that I'm Uncle Unfettered, and we're just buying shoes when that crazy lady kept trying to talk to them. I tell him that Andy is my nephew by marriage, and Falcon and Jason are the kids of my neighbor who are friends. I'm just babysitting. The security guard lady asks about the shoes, and I tell her my reasoning for buying the shoes and she's very complimentary. It's a good chat and they go back and talk to the lady, who argues a bit with them before looking really embarrassed. The security guard looks like she's dressing her down. As everyone gets their things and is getting ready to check out, the other worker is not back from the back and the lady comes back to me and apologizes and asks if I'm still willing to help her find some basketball shoes for her son. She says with everything going on in the world right now, you cannot be too careful. I want to get on my high horse and call her out, but I'm like, ah, example for kids, blah, blah, blah. So I just say, it's all right. 
Her heart was in the right place and it's cool. I help her son get some shoes, some bright light blue Super Mario Pumas. I took the boys for ice cream at Sweet Frog that I couldn't eat and called my wife up to let her know what happened. We had a good laugh. Has anyone ever called the cops on you for a stupid reason? If so, what did you do about it? Please let us know. If you can't put your phone away during work hours, this job ain't for you. I work as a direct support person. My company has some serious hate towards cell phones. They used to fire people on spot if they were caught with their cell phones. Because of lockdown, my company has been suffering badly. They lost about 40% of the staff and roughly half oversights. They are also basically hiring pretty much anyone and throw overtime at anyone who asks for it. But they're still really struggling. It's to the point where they have to have someone pick clients up and bring them to other clients' places because they don't have enough staff to cover everyone. I work with large amounts of clients and am pretty much capable of doing almost anything that supervisors can do. I'm also the one who has trained many other employees, so they often come to me before they go to supervisor. Last week, I was working and I was bored out of my skull as usual. I was working with this client who didn't want to do much besides watching TV or playing on his tablet all day, so I was on my phone. One of the managers walked in and snuck up behind me and tapped me on the shoulder. I turned to look at the manager and casually said hi. The manager then acted like I was surprised and trying to hide the fact that I was using my phone. I was casually holding it as the manager gave me a long lecture. I told the manager, I work 16 hours a day and take on many tasks that I don't have to just to give the supervisor some breathing room. I sure as heck am going to use my phone when there's nothing else to do. Manager then smirked and told me to put my phone away and told me I'd have to come down to the office sometime in the next few days. I remind the manager of how crappy some employees were, hours late every day, literally sleeping on the job, etc., and didn't get fired. So it's really unfair of them to get all up in arms about me being on the phone. I was told if I can't stay off the phone, then this isn't the right job for me. I went and grabbed my stuff and clocked out. The manager was jumping all over the place, screaming about how I can't abandon my clients. I told the manager if he wasn't being nitpicky for tiny things that don't affect anyone, we wouldn't be in this jam. The manager begged me to stay for just a bit so someone could come and take over. I said no, got in the car and left with manager standing there watching me dumbstruck. A bit over an hour later, supervisor contacted me and apologized for what happened. I was informed that they really need me around and from now on, if anyone comes in, as long as I put the phone away, no one will say a word. Since I like my supervisor and am friendly with many employees, I don't want to make things harder on them and also I need money. I reluctantly agree to come back the next day, but if I ever hear anything about me being on the phone again, I'm gone. Just a few hours ago, the manager came in and saw me on the phone. I just put it in my pocket and got up and we had a short conversation about a work issue. Not a single word about the phone was mentioned. Play stupid games at work? Win stupid prizes. Early last year, I started working as a contractor supporting one of the many government agencies here in the US. My job description was pretty simple. Act as administrative support for a particular federal employee. In effect, I'm a glorified secretary. I push papers, schedule and file things, and act as a gopher when necessary. The job wasn't particularly difficult, but it really helped that the Fed and I got along like a house on fire. The problem is, the Fed I work for doesn't get along with another Fed who works in the same office. 
Their job descriptions have nothing to do with each other and there is really very little need for them to interact with each other. But for some reason, which I still don't know, there was bad blood between them. Cue the lockdown. Our office went from a steady workload to a maximum telework position and just like that, there was no work for the contractors to do. No more pushing papers, no more scheduling or filing things, and no more acting as a gopher. Just long days sitting in my cubicle reading Reddit on my phone. The Fed I support decides that we'll take the opportunity to clean out two offices in another building that haven't been used for years so they can be repurposed. They'd sat idle for years because no one wanted to clean them. These rooms are filthy with electronics that were old in the 90s, old break room food, cables everywhere, the works. As we get started, I'm happy to be there as cleaning these rooms means I finally have something to do. Better yet, the Fed I worked for was right there with me elbow deep in garbage. After the first day, we've made solid progress on one of the rooms, but it took eight hours of hard labor to get there. I go back to my cubicle to gather my things to go home and find the other Fed waiting for me. Where have you been all day? I've been in the other building helping my Fed clean out a room. Uh-uh, that's not in your job description. You don't need to be helping this person do that. I really don't mind. It's better than sitting around on the government's dime doing nothing. And besides, my job is to support this person. If they want me to help them clean out a room, I'm more than happy to help. No, you can't be doing that. If it's not in your job description, then it's not your job. This Fed should know better than to take advantage of your good nature and make you do work that you weren't hired for. I'm sorry, you're going to have to take this up with my Fed. As far as I know, my job is to support this person in whatever way they need, including physical labor. We'll see about that. The next day, my Fed and I go back to the other building to work. We're 10 minutes into cleaning when the other Fed shows up with a member of the union in tow. The Fed then rips into my Fed for forcing me to do work outside of the scope of my duties and brought the union representative to back up this opinion. The funny thing was, the union rep had no idea what he was doing there. Neither my Fed nor I are members of the union and his opinion really had nothing to do with the situation. The other Fed brought him in to use as a prop. To his credit, he seemed to know that because he just gave us an uncomfortable shrug with a look like, I have no idea why I'm here either and said nothing at all. Rather than fight about it, my Fed surrenders gracefully and the two of us reluctantly leave the uncleaned rooms behind. A week later, I was sent home after guidance came down from Washington saying that since there was no work being done, contractors were no longer needed to support the Feds on staff until lockdown ended. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VTW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I sat home for about a day before getting a call from my company telling me another division needed me. This would be a permanent change of office, and as long as I didn't mind the risk of getting sick, I could start immediately. Fast forward several months to November. I'm happily working away in my new office when the Fed who had a problem with my helping clean the rooms comes in to speak with some of the employees in my new office. This person is absolutely livid because the two rooms had finally been reassigned but still needed to be cleaned before they could be turned over to their new owners. This Fed was called into work specifically to clean the rooms despite still being on maximum telework status because there was no one else they could call. All of the contractors who had supported them had already been reassigned and there was nothing in this person's job description that said that they could be assigned this particular duty. Apparently, it took almost two weeks of backbreaking labor to clean out the rooms until they were good enough to transfer. The best part was, this person seems to have completely forgotten what part I had to play in this little drama because when they came to my office to complain about the injustice of it all to anyone who would listen, they stood right in front of my desk to do so. I got to hear every word of the story right from this horse's mouth. Told off my friend who complains about everything and uses her famous cousin as an excuse to get out of doing anything. My on-off friend thinks she's better than everyone because her cousin is a famous musician. I'm not going to say who for privacy reasons. We're both 19 and are on summer break from college. We both took online classes this past year. We've been on and off because she can be pretty rude and her attitude is off-putting. She complains a lot. I wish I was kidding when I say this, but she honestly has never had to do chores and she calls us asking how to do them. She doesn't even know how to run a vacuum or clean dishes. Her parents did everything. They are remodeling the house and her room. They threw out the dressers, bed frame, desk, and vanity because she drew all over them with Sharpie when she was younger. Also, replacing the hardwood in there because of Sharpie marks. She was complaining to us about having a bare room with just a mattress on the floor. Recently, her mom has been having to work crazy hours and her dad is traveling more with his job. She's always home and they want her to pick up on doing more housework. She told her parents to hire a maid and put it on the cousin's tab, which they yelled at her to stop being lazy and giving them a hard time. She was complaining to us again about how unfair her parents were being and how they also wanted her to get a summer job. She thinks she shouldn't have to work because she can just reach out to her cousin to try and get money off him. She was literally whining to us because she doesn't want to work. Her parents told her she's an adult and adults work and she should be ashamed for the way she acts. Nobody else in the family expects free money from him. She always brags about getting her cousin's inheritance. She always reminded anyone at school when they had a problem with her, teachers, other students, etc., that she's the singer's cousin and she's better than everyone because of that. The last time her cousin went on tour, she went to a handful of his shows and bragged about it to everyone. Other girls went to his show but had level 100 seats or nosebleeds while she had floor and she rubbed it in their faces that she didn't have to pay a penny for any of the shows. She bragged about going to Maui for her 16th birthday. She's already making plans and bragging about going to the Bahamas for her 20th. When we brought up living in dorms for next semester at college, she said she would never do that because the dorms look like run-down trash and she would never live in squalor. She really has a miss I'm too good for attitude for a lot of things and she's always been quite bossy and pretty blunt. When she doesn't get her way with something, 
It gets crazy, and she will have tantrums and spew venom. She can be really mean, and she has a massive victim mentality. It's always someone else's fault. She expects us, when we go out, to pay for her because she's the singer's cousin and we're lucky to be her friend. She told us most relatives of famous people don't even want to talk to lower class people. Um, what? We are sick of her constantly complaining and told her, your parents aren't being unfair because they want you to get a job and do chores. We all have to do the same. It's normal. Just because your cousin is famous doesn't exempt you from any responsibility in life. You literally use his name to try and get out of doing anything. Yeah, your cousin and parents have money, but who says they are going to want to support you for the rest of their life? You're going to need to support yourself eventually. You honestly sound like a massive spoiled brat, and it's not a good look. If you had a friend who acted like this, would you stay friends with them or not? Please let us know. No, and honestly, I don't know why anybody would. Am I the jerk for spying on my future mother-in-law? My fiancé and I live together. I typically have a pretty good relationship with my future in-laws. A few weeks ago, my fiancé and I unexpectedly had to go out of town for something with my family for a couple of days. Due to the short notice, my future in-laws watched our dogs at their house. I left them a spare key to our house in case they needed to get anything for the dogs I may not have brought and they ended up needing. We keep everything for our dogs in a cabinet we have and they both know this as we showed them. My fiancé and I both told them we did not mind them going over there if needed but to please let us know before they did. Now, it's no secret my fiancé and I have security cameras in our house. We installed them after an attempted break-in. We've shown them to my future in-laws, shown them how they work, where they are, and what they do. They are on all the time, but send us notifications when they detect movement or noise. Future in-laws knew this too. This is why I told them to let me know before they went over so I would know the sensors were detecting them. I typically turn on the detection sensors tool if we leave the house. While out of town, I get both a noise and motion detection. I, of course, freak out because no one told me they were headed over there. When I look on the camera, I see future mother-in-law walking around the house. It looks like she's talking to someone, so I turn the volume on to see if she's maybe looking for something for the dogs. I hear her talking to a cousin on the phone or something about how it looked like we hadn't done laundry in a year. It had been a week, out of town, and we both work full-time. I thought it was a little rude, but I let it go. Then I see her start digging through one of the kitchen drawers where we keep miscellaneous stuff like menus, mail, etc. going through it. Again, she has no reason to go through it as we keep all the stuff for our dogs in a single cabinet. I let my fiancé have a look and he calls her and asks why she's over there without telling us and looking through our drawers. She makes up some excuse she's looking for something for the dogs. He tells her he knows she's lying because she knows good and well where the dog's cabinet is. She finally gets defensive and asks how we even knew. He told her we saw her on our cameras. How else would we know? She said we were jerks for spying on her and stuck with her story that she was looking for something for the dogs. Am I the jerk here? I was really not trying to spy and wouldn't even have looked at the camera had she let us know that she was going over there. Well, what do you think? Is OP the jerk or are the in-laws? Please let us know. I don't think I'd give her a key to the house in the future. Entitled coworker becomes an entitled parent. This happened slash started about a year and a half ago. Entitled mom shows up at my desk one day at work. I've seen her at meetings, but never interacted directly with her. We work in different parts of the building for different functions. She's in customer service and I'm in supply chain. I'm several steps up the food chain and I don't know her name. Entitled mom. Are you? Says my name. 
Me, checking to see if my desk name place card disappeared. Um, yes? Okay, I heard you used to be in the military. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Not a question, just a statement. Me. Yes, I was. Okay, I heard you used to fix electronics. Is that true? Me. I did. I haven't done any of that work in about 10 years. Okay, but do you still know a lot about electronics? Me, not liking this conversation. Some things, yes, some things, no. But you could add a printer though, right? Me, I'm sorry, I have a meeting to go to in a few minutes. What do you want? Well, I need you to add a printer on my computer. Me, you know the step-by-step -step directions with screenshots are posted over all of the printers, right? And isn't IT right next to where you work? They can help if you need it. It would take you only a minute. I'm horrible at this kind of stuff, and IT is off-site today. Me. Ah. <sighs> okay, which printer do you want to add? Entitled Mom looks at me like I'm stupid. The one closest to my desk. Me. Yeah, I figured that, but do you know the printer name? No. Can't you figure that out? Me. Listen, I'm doing a meeting in a few. I need to finish up a couple things beforehand. If you can't get anyone to help you in the next hour from your area, bring me the computer name and I'll show you how to add it. Can you come to my floor? That would be easier. Me. Not for me. If you really want my help, make sure you bring the printer name with you. I'll be back for my meeting in an hour. Entitled Mom walks off. My coworkers and I exchange glances and eye rolls and talk about how easy it is to follow the screenshots. I get to my meeting and forget all about Entitled Mom until a friend IMs me. Hey, what did you do to Entitled Mom? Me. Not understanding the question's intent. I might be helping her add a printer if she can't figure it out by the end of the meeting. Any chance you can help her? Friend. But what did you do to her? She sounds upset and said you were really rude. Me. What? Does that even sound like me? I explain what happened. You can ask. Name of a friend we both know who is there. She was really pushy. I said I'd help her when I got out of this meeting if she couldn't figure it out. Can you help her? Friend. I'm on a call and I'm going to another meeting after. If I get out early, I'll try. Just thought you should know, she's down here complaining about you. Fast forward to the end of the meeting. I get back to my desk to drop off my computer and then go to the break room to get some tea. I walk back to my desk with a friend. Entitled Mom is waiting for me, looking irritated. Entitled Mom, eyeing my cup of tea. So, you had a meeting? Me. Yes, then I got some tea. Were you able to figure it out? No, that's why I'm back. Can you hurry up and add the printer? I need to get this printed for this afternoon. Me. Hey, I'm offering to help you. I don't know you, and I hear you're complaining that I'm not being very helpful to your coworkers, and I don't even know you. Who said that? Do you want my help or not? 
Fine, I got the name like you said. Hands me a post-it. It read the words, HP LaserJet. I sigh. Listen, this isn't the name. Who's someone who sits near you that could run over to the room and check for us? I am her coworker who promptly sends me a screenshot and says they offered to help her earlier, but Entitled Mom said I was going to. Ah, <sighs> and I walk over to the printer room. I make her follow the directions and the screenshots herself, and it's set up in a couple of minutes. Entitled Mom. See? Was that so hard? Me. No, it really wasn't complicated at all. Next time, just give it a shot first, and then ask IT for help. Or lots of people in your area can do this, like the person we IM'd for the printer name. Thanks. See you later. Cheerfully goes off. I forgot all about it until the next day. I'm working and I hear a happy voice say, Hi, it's me again. Thanks again for all your help yesterday. Me, feeling annoyed, but relenting a bit because she sounds like she's being nice. Oh, you're welcome. Everything work okay? Yeah, I got everything printed out just in time. Hey, I was telling my family about how you used to work on electronics and my son has a question. Can you do a mod to his Xbox? This is where I make a giant error. I should have said no and just left it there. Instead, I say something like, it's been a long time. I think the last one I did was a Gen 2 Xbox while I was deployed. Oh, good. So you'll do it? Me, backpedaling hard. No, I can't. I don't even have the equipment to do that, and there are a lot of problems with making mods, like I could break the machine and it would completely void the warranty. I said a bunch of other stuff too about why it was a bad idea. But my son really wants the mod, and everyone else wants too much money for it. They want like $50, and we'd have to buy the mod ourselves. Me. Well, yeah, it takes time, and the mod is more than $50. What you're paying for is a lot of skill and knowing how to solder. Again, I wouldn't know how to do any mods these days, and I don't have the equipment to do this anymore. It would cost you more to buy the equipment than to pay someone else. Even if I could do it, I'm not willing to. But he really wants it, and he doesn't want to pay that much. He says you can use the electronics lab at his school. At this point, one of my coworkers has had enough and tells her, Listen, he doesn't want to do it, and he said no. Either pay someone who will, or tell your son he can't have it. Entitled Mom looks shocked and leaves in a huff, saying, You don't have to be so rude about it. I figured that was the last I'd see of her, but no. My friend who works near her IMs me a little later and says she's going off. I find out who her manager is and set up a meeting with him a few days later. He shows up for the meeting with her in tow. We get into the room and he kicks it off. Thanks for taking the time to meet with us. I hope we can work out whatever conflict you're having. I've told Entitled Mom I want to stay unbiased, so I haven't heard her side yet. Can you tell me why you think you're having issues working with Entitled Mom? Me. What? Manager. Well, tell me your side of things, and then she can tell me hers, and then we can talk about it. This guy thinks he's here to resolve a conflict. Me. Well, she's being extremely rude. Entitled Mom, spluttering. Manager, looking frustrated but patient. Can we stick to the facts and avoid any kind of name-calling? Me. Okay, I'm just frustrated. She wants me to make a modification to her son's Xbox, and I'm not able to do it or willing to. Manager. I'm sorry. What do- Entitled Mom cuts in. He wants me to spend money to hire someone else to do it. I already told him he could use the electronics lab at his school. Manager. Um, Entitled Mom, is this work-related? Entitled Mom. Well, at first it was. He wouldn't help me install my printer. I finally got him to, and when I asked him to help my son, he refused. And one of the other people he works with was really mean about it. He made it personal. Me leans back and smiles a little. 
Manager. Um, your son? Looks at me. Um, you're in supply chain, right? Me. Yes. Yes, I am. Entitled mom. Yeah, he wants me to spend a bunch of money on my son's Xbox. My son even found a place for him to work on it. I was going to buy the thing he needs. He just has to install it. Manager to her. Would you excuse us for a second? I'd like to talk to OP. Entitled mom leaves looking smug. Manager to me. I'm at the same level as the manager as far as responsibilities. Um, can you tell me what's going on? I ping my counterpart, who was there for both interactions. As she's entering, Entitled Mom calls out, Make sure you tell him what really happened. Manager, I think I'm going to be really sorry, but what did happen? We explain, and my coworker is way more heated than I am. I also refer him to my friend who works near them for the rest of the story and to show him my friend's IMs. Manager, I'm so sorry. Do you want HR involved? Me. Only if she keeps asking me to do this stuff. Also, next time if I ask for a meeting with you, don't add someone to the invite. Don't surprise me. We talk a bit more before he leaves and he promises she'll only come to me if there's a work reason. Fast forward a month. She walks by my desk and says she's on her way to a meeting and says, Well, I just thought you should know we had to get our son a new PlayStation since you wouldn't help him with his Xbox. Me. You weren't willing to pay someone who would do it for 50 bucks, so you spent hundreds on something different, and this is my fault? Yeah, if you had just made the change, we wouldn't have had to. I'm speechless. She walked off looking smug, and I emailed her manager and HR and haven't had to interact since. Apparently, she reserved a meeting room in my area just so she could walk by my area to say that. Now, she's not allowed to come to our area and has to work through her manager for anything to do with us. She's also been warned not to badmouth me or she'll lose her job. Edit. Wow, thank you kind internet strangers. I'm glad there's a forum to share bizarre stories in. I've enjoyed reading everyone else's and I'm glad my story resonated. Something brought to my attention by a couple of commenters is the possibility that this lady wanted me. I had never considered that before and shudder now, but it makes odd sense. I just IM'd my friend from the story and he says she flirts a lot with people senior to her, often in very uncomfortable ways. Sad thing is that her husband is a successful person. It makes me wonder if he does the same thing. Shudders again. Come watch this video next, you're gonna love it. Join as a member today and we'll give you a special shout out in our next video. Or to have us make a video for you, head over to our Fiverr, link below in the pinned comment.